0: Back to another episode of 30 Flirty and Surviving. I am Tracy, and you can follow on Instagram at 30Flirty Surviving and catch new episodes each week Mondays at 9 a.m. on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, and YouTube. Now, I don't know about you guys, but when there are those days where everything is hectic, feels like things are hitting the fan, the world around me is crumbling. The one thing that I can really do for myself to help give the illusion that I have my shit together is organize my space. I like having everything decluttered and in its home and it just helps me feel like whatever task I need to get done, I can do so more efficiently and like motivates me to get that accomplished, but I understand it's a daunting process, and I understand getting everything organized can be half the battle, so say no more. I have with me Molly Hartfield. She is the owner of Hart & Co., an organizing company, and she is also one of the newest members to the 30 Club. Ah! Molly, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. I'm so happy you're here.
1: I know, two days fresh of being 30.
0: How does it feel so far?
1: I am enjoying it. I feel like I was embracing this in my late 20s. So now I'm like, oh, I don't go out because I'm 30. I'm like, I can use this as an excuse now. Exactly,
0: exactly. Why don't you want to go out tonight? Because I'm 30. Yeah. Okay, leave me be, say no more, say no more. Did you have a good time celebrating your birthday? I did,
1: the best, low-key. Me, dinner, family, friends, kind of all I need at this age.
0: I love it. Okay, well, awesome. Well, we're happy to have you. Anything you're specifically, besides sitting at home and not having to yes. leave your house, anything else that you're looking forward to in your 30s? So, as I
1: say, I sit at home, I'm always working 24 <laughs> 7. So we actually just opened a Nantucket branch um, this summer, and so I have been back and forth from Nantucket and Boston, and the second that I have time to not do anything, and that is when I choose to relax. I don't Um, think so. Yeah, so just working a lot, and I'm so excited for what is to come of Heart & Co., and Nantucket is the second stop.
0: I love it. Okay, well, we're going to get into that in just a little bit. Great. I am so excited. You have a lot to be proud of. You've accomplished Thank so you. much so far. But I like to do a little bit of icebreakers before Perfect. we get the show going. So obviously we've established you're 30. Um, and that makes you which zodiac sign? Gemini. God, so many Gemini. <laughs> We've had quite a few the last couple of weeks. And I, I love Gemini. So yeah. I think that there's there's something good. Going it's funny on there. too,
1: because all of my clients recently are like, wait, your birthday's this month, you are like the opposite of a Gemini. We're like so yeah. unorganized and cluttered, and I'm like, I don't
0: know. I feel like I slipped through the cracks then.
1: <laughs> you just keep it on the low. Yes, exactly. You
0: know? <laughs> Perfect. And where were you raised?
1: So born on Nantucket and grew up there during the summers and then Florida in the winters. Uh, my dad was a golf pro, so we bounced back Little and forth. Snowbird. Um, Yes. And so nice. I know, tough life that
0: I lived. I'm yeah, like, right? oh, i I took my hustling. whole life for granted. <laughs> Um, And so now, where are
1: you? In Boston, right in the seaport. I've been there for six years, and Mm -hmm. now there's everything and more you need down there, and I absolutely love it.
0: Is it nuts to see how much the seaport's changed since you first moved?
1: crazy. We were like, I think I was the third, I moved in three months after my building had opened, and now there's like nine- more buildings i'm like
0: okay they're just like movie theaters
1: grocery stores restaurants shopping yeah. centers it's i don't think i'll ever leave to be honest yeah
0: not that you'll be going to any of those things because you will yeah. sitting on yeah. the couch exactly. right but, but, but it's if nice you guys to want know to it's there, there. <laughs> yes um okay what is your relationship status
1: very single and oh, I, I thought you were gonna say <laughs> very
0: <laughs> complicated <laughs> i was like tell
1: forget yeah. everything else <laughs> no more need to talk more. about organizing um, very single. Like I said, I work all the time. Um, definitely a little picky too. So I think that that plays into it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I'm not going to meet anyone under my bed. I always say that. My friends always say that. So I think I need to get out there and go to some different places. And then hopefully, 30 is my year. Yes, girl. <laughs> well, you have every right to be picky. Out of curiosity, where do you stand on the dating app thing? It's a tough one for me. When I was younger, I was like, oh, this is so fun. And then you'd go on a date and I was like, I hate everyone that I meet on this thing. (laughs) Or I was like, you are not what you said you were online. So not on the dating apps. The only one I'm on is that Raya one, which is like, I don't even know about that one, though. It's like you you match with someone and then you don't really talk to them. I'm like... Okay, what kind of app is this?
0: There are strong prerequisites for that.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't, I must have go, also girl. slipped
0: the cracks <laughs> with that one. Um, Okay, well, you and I will have to go out then. I would love that. we'll be on the prowl, people ready to mingle together. Okay, I can't wait. (laughs) And then I have to ask you, since we're going to be talking about organization, have you watched the Home Edit? Yes. Um, What are your thoughts on it? Both
1: seasons. I watched both seasons in one day. Like the first first day, the first one came out. I was like, everyone's like, have you seen it? I'm like, I'm done with it. Yeah. I love it. I think that when it first came out, I was like, oh, no, everyone's going to want the Home Edit. This huge company. And it was the complete opposite. Like watching that show, everyone reached out to us and was like, we want that. We want to like, do you do that? And I find that our style of organizing is very similar to the home edit. So mm-hmm. I like could not thank them enough for starting that show because they truly like made our business take off when it came out.
0: That's so incredible. Yeah. It was awesome. That's really great. That, that is like, I, I understand you kind of feeling that way at right. first, but what it, and a I'm like, lining. I want a Netflix
1: show. I'm like, ah, yeah. <laughs>
0: They beat me to it. Seriously. <laughs> Since you know how they're only in certain cities, they yeah. should just make Heart & Co. an extension I, of their I company. You guys will take over the whole New England area. I'm in. Home <laughs> oh, minute. You hear that? Yes. You heard <laughs> it here first. So let's start from the beginning. Yep. Obviously, we've alluded to what the company is, but tell everyone from your own words sort of where the concept came from okay. and how you got the business off the ground.
1: Okay. So... From a young age I loved organizing. It was like very apparent that I wasn't playing with toys and like reorganizing my closet and like refolding all of my clothes. So it is always something that I knew that I loved. I then became a full-time nanny for six years in Boston. And with that came so much organizing. So not only was I like watching your kids, I'd be like, can I also like redo your pantry? And like, also your whole fridge is like completely reorganized. They were like, you were an angel. Yeah. So um, I think that is what made me realize how helpful it was to moms and families when I was there doing that kind of stuff as well as childcare. So I actually started Heart & Co. as a nanny agency in 2017. I just found that I was kind of a center outlet for many families and friends looking for nanny gigs. And that was great and it worked at first but wasn't really my true passion I'm like if one nanny was late I'm like I don't know you interviewed her just as much as I did I'm like I'm not like control freak I'm like I need to organize and then one of the moms was like you should open an organizing branch to your nanny agency we have so many moms that could use your services and then from there that was September 2019 and I opened a branch thinking it would just be like a side gig of what I love to do and within a month it blew up and I shut the nanny side down and have done this ever since
0: that is such a
1: wild story (laughs) how
0: everything unfolded yes
1: i remember there was one day that i was like oh this isn't how my business
0: started like i'm so sad and then the next day i was like that was the best decision of my life yeah (laughs) what was that transition like for you i mean did you have to do a lot of research or just because it was something you were innately good at did it feel pretty so the organizing
1: mm-hmm. side was like a no brainer. I just like those things, like my clients are always like, how do you know how to do that or what? And I'm like, I swear, it's like the only thing I'm good at. I don't know, it just comes to me. <laughs> and so that side I had no problem with. It was more like, how do you start a business? And like, how do I make a website? And like, what licenses do I need? Mm-hmm. But like, you just keep going and you ask people and you have like mentors that help you. So I just figured it out.
0: Wow. Yeah. Um, who were some of your mentors? My dad,
1: number one, he um, was a golf pro and then ran the golf club. I'm uh, sorry, not the golf club, the um, golf shop for many years. And so he always had that like entrepreneur mm-hmm. side to him. So like anything that I would do, I'd be like, um, hey, like I have a question. <laughs> and so he's like, don't worry, like you're doing the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the best advice he ever gave me was something just like as simple as like always do the right thing. Like don't try to cut any corners. Like if you have a question, ask someone. It's like not like you're like trying to like be sketchy here. I'm like yeah. okay, always do the right thing, and then yeah,
0: that's really solid advice. <laughs> I know, like that's simple. That is so <laughs> great because I think like you know there's this business mindset when you're yep. being business oriented of where the bottom line is and and numbers, you right. know, and all this stuff. And I truly believe that if your ethics are at the core of your business and yep. who you are you'll go much further than anything else. I know? agree, yep. Way to go, dad. Uh, oh, my number one fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. So for you, the most difficult part was really just like understanding the back end side of things. Yeah, and the getting... concept of like just how to start a business. And yeah. I remember when I first graduated,
1: I went to Nantucket for a summer like I always did. And I ended up staying a few more months to organize for um, some members at the golf club. And at that point I was like, I don't know what to charge. Like, do I even know what I'm doing? Like, okay, I guess I'll take a ferry and go get products and come back. And I'm like, at that point, if I knew a little bit more of how to run a business, I probably would have started it in 2014. But I'm like, that's okay. Everything evolved. So yeah, that part was like a hard concept for me to wrap around. Like, I'm just good at organizing. Like, I don't want to start a business.
0: You're like, I just want to go there and do it. (laughs) Um, Okay, so not to be redundant, but like outside of that stuff, anything generally speaking that you sort of wish you had known sooner, something you've learned along the way? Yeah, so
1: I feel like one of the main things that I've learned, um, and especially this summer I hired an intern that has like been my backbone, is that like it's good to ask people for help. Like I would always be like, I can do it, I can do it all, I can work 24-7, And the amount of clients and like employees and my family that's like, take a day off. Like you have, like I worked like Monday of Memorial Day weekend. And one of my clients was like, I was waiting for you to cancel. And like, I thought you forgot. I'm like, oh no, I'm well aware. (laughs) I was going to be there. Yeah. Like asking for help and not like trying to get everything done by yourself and not being so hard on yourself and just taking it slow. I feel like being type A, I'm like don't put off tomorrow we can get done today it's like it's okay
0: (laughs) well it's so true i think that the end product is what matters right Right. and so you're just completely burnt out you're not doing anybody any favors but i think that there's this stigma that asking for help is a sign of weakness right when in reality it's such a strength yes because you know when it's time for you to take a break so you can recharge and come back better than ever or like what things you can delegate and pass off and that is like
1: i swear i mean i'm like two days into 30 i'm like that is what i've learned within (laughs) this age real i'm like just ask for help it's not weakness like no one can do everything and i thought i could
0: but here we are (laughs) the more you know right exactly okay so any horror stories so far any like crazy clients or unhappy Mm. clients so I feel
1: like in just being an organizer people are always like oh my god you must get like so many hoarders and like what is the worst project you see and I'm like to be honest I like haven't really gotten such like horrible ones or maybe it's that I'm like oh I can do this and if someone else saw it they would be like ah Yeah. (laughs) So we've gotten like projects that are in like basements with cobwebs and spiders and probably mice because there's traps everywhere. And like those are a little scary to me. Mm -hmm. But I must say, I tell everyone I feel like I'm the luckiest person in the world because I have the best clients ever. Like there's not a time that I'm not having wine before I leave with them or like texting them at all times. And like all my employees are always like, oh, my God, she was awesome. I'm like, I know. So. I haven't had one yet, and I hope I don't. I'm on okay. a good track. Yeah. Knock on wood.
0: On <laughs> that is really special. Re- it and, is. And rare, too. Yeah. Talk to me a little bit about what the process looks like from the co- the client, you know, first reaching out, yep. planning, execution. So we always do a consultation
1: to start off. During the consultation, we'll go over the space or spaces with the client. Um, I'll go over, like, initial ideas that I would have discuss products that we would use, which we generally use container store. Um, And then that gives me an idea of how long I think it would take, a good budget for products. And then usually they're like, okay, when can you fit me in? (laughs) I'm like, ah, now we're a little booked out. But yeah, and it's as simple as that. And the process of going in and organizing, we take everything out of the space. Um, So I always say it gets worse before it gets better. There is like, especially closets, people are like, I didn't know I had this much clothes. I'm like, it's okay. It's just because it's in like mass quantities on your bed right now. And then we go to container store, we implement the products. um, And then from there, we just bring all of their items back into the space space. And those are like the things that just come to me. I'm like, obviously this goes here. Yeah. People are like, what? How did you know that? What
0: do you mean? Obviously. I would be horrified at like how many things are probably still have tags on them or don't even like not even the right size. Totally. I feel like like duplicates. Oh, (laughs) I have the same shirt in like four different colors. Yeah. So I imagine there's a little bit of vulnerability for each client to kind of let you come in and do your thing. But you talk them through that. And yeah, I have had clients be
1: like how like this is such a personal thing to have you come into our space and. Um, like, how do you kind of break that? I think that's why our initial consultation is so important because I really build that rapport with my clients and I'm just like a bubbly person that comes in and they're like, Oh my God, like you you can go through anything
0: and I'm like, perfect. Um, each space itself. Do you think that the time, like the turnaround time differs between a kitchen versus a closet versus a pantry? What does that
1: normally look like for each? So it absolutely varies. It totally dispends, depends on how much they have in the space and then the size of the space. But I always make a joke. I'm like like we went to Nantucket the other weekend and had like eight hours because like we took one early ferry and we were going to take the last ferry. I think we organized like eight or nine spaces in eight hours and I was like you could tell me I only had four hours and like your four story house will be organized. So that's like me not breathing and just like organizing fast. But like a typical day we can do like walk-in closet a larger one with another space a full kitchen and that's why the consult's so important because it gives me a good idea of how long I think each project will take
0: yeah and how do you normally estimate a cost or, or make a quote for somebody is it based on the room is it based on how much crap they have so we have an hourly rate so I feel like we've done so many projects
1: that when I go in I'm like oh this will take like 68 hours and I always usually overestimate again because I'm just like blocking out and not drinking water or like looking or breathing at that <laughs> no point. one takes a bathroom yeah. break no never I'm like <laughs> lunch excuse me so yeah I feel like it's usually like in a day we can get such a chunk done and if it's like one space I'm like of course we'll get this done in a day the only time it's like more is like a huge move in or some people are like do my whole house which I'm like yes I'll be here all week
0: <laughs> oh my god that sounds amazing <laughs> it's the
1: best moves are my favorite because it's a fresh start yeah. so I'm like don't put anything away. Don't even take anything out of the boxes. Let me do it.
0: <laughs> I mean, I would imagine for me, like I'd rather overestimate and then save some change exactly. than have to, you know, pay a little bit extra. So that's really smart. Yeah. Which space in particular is your favorite to organize? So when I first started,
1: it was closets. And I feel like anyone that even likes to organize would be like, oh, I would love closets. Now I'm like, If I fold one more shirt, I'm like gonna lose my mind. I'm like (laughs) at that point of like year three going on four. So I would say like kitchens and pantries. Pantries in particular, there's just like so many good products out there that make it like I love to add like some acrylic and some wicker and some metals. So adding those textures, it's like a little interior decorating project for me.
0: Okay, I was gonna ask you about that too. So obviously organization is numero uno priority. Yeah. But when you're adding that, into someone's space, you get to incorporate a little bit of yourself, right? So right. you also, I mean, when you're picking out each container, how the labeling system works, et cetera, et cetera, you get to like flex that little design muscle a right. bit. Yep. Is that something that you ever studied or looked into? Never, but always something that
1: I loved. Like even my apartment, it's like everything I've always wanted and more. And there's like not like one little vase out of place. Yeah. <laughs> so I've always had that in me. And I always tell my clients, they're like, do you think you could help me I'm like absolutely but don't tell anyone and then I go to the next client and I'm like 100 but I just don't market this so it is something I love to do but when you're organizing a space like half of it is making the space aesthetically pleasing Mm -hmm. so I want to like maybe get you some pillows and a new rug and like a little plant because that's going to bring your whole space together so I love doing it it just kind of comes to me when I'm doing that stuff um Yeah, we do that often, too.
0: That is really cool. Yeah. But keep it on the deal. Okay, shh. We'll we'll cut that part out of the show, you know? Um, But, yeah, because, I mean, there's so much. I mean, acrylic versus, like you said, wicker versus do, you like, really, like, straightforward print or a little cursive. I mean, there's so many different things you can do to make it more sleek and modern, a little feminine or, you know, girly. And that's kind of, like, knowing...
1: Um, either the clientele or the space. So, like, I use, mm-hmm. like, more of, like, a kid font for, like, kids' closets or playrooms and then, like, more of, like, a sleek clean for, like, bathrooms. Like, so it just depends on the space and the client. And some, like, most of my clients are, like, anything you say, anything you want, like, I, everything is in your hands. And I'm like, okay, let's do this. Yeah, like, as long as I don't <laughs> yeah, have I'm, like, do have to do it. You're my favorite client.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and we kind of grazed over this at the beginning, but I wanted to go back to it. The clientele... It started off a lot from maybe some of your clients from the nannying space and then primarily referrals or where have you gotten the most of your clients from? It really did
1: start with the nanny stuff. And I remember the day also that I was like, okay, I'm gonna pivot. I was like, I feel like I could pitch to all these families. Like, let me come into your space reorganize some things and it'll give you time back to spend with your kids. So maybe you just feel like you need a nanny so that you can go home and get your life into order. But like your kitchen's already perfect and like your bedroom's yeah. great. And like how the kids function in and out for schools is seamless. So that's kind of how I pitched it to them when I first pivoted to just doing organizing. And then from there, like Instagram is a very powerful thing. Like I almost did little to no marketing and posting one before and after picture is just like I'm like, I am lucky that organizing does well on Instagram because <laughs> yeah. people were like, "Um, that's what it looks like after. <laughs> right.
0: Because like you said, I mean, it's not just pretty. Right. It serves a purpose. So exactly. it's a win-win. Yep. It's amazing. Before you started the agency as a nanny, nannying service, and then turning it into this, what were you doing full-time? Um, so just, just, nannying, just nannying, but it wasn't time. a entire company yet. Correct. And I okay. would nanny. I
1: nanny during the summers during Nantucket um, when I was in Nantucket and then moved to New Jersey and worked for a family there and was mm-hmm. just like following families around mm-hmm. um and usually these like high profile families that were like oh we'll pay you a little more to organize I'm like yes like, those so were nice. like my favorite gigs that were like we'll give you one day to organize i was like oh i have the perfect job
0: <laughs> and then to find out that i could do it every day i'm like wow i wish i did that sooner <laughs> wow and then okay so you have intern you have one intern right now one intern right now and your team is growing
1: it is we have How- two girls starting next week
0: that's so exciting. I am so
1: exciting. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: Good for you. Thank you. Thank you. That is incredible. But now to the juicy stuff. I want to give the listeners a little bit of helpful tips and tricks right? for when they are doing it on their own. Maybe they don't have an entire space. Yep. You know, They're just doing some spring cleaning. Where do people start? So I always say
1: if you're doing it on your own, it is not a sprint. It is a marathon. Like everyone's like, I need to organize my whole entire home. I'm like, this is why you're not getting organized. So start small, whether it's even like your junk drawer, like start there. And that's going to bring you enough joy that you're like, okay, that looks so good. Now I want to go to the next project. So start small. It is very overwhelming. And I, I have clients all the time that are like, aren't you overwhelmed? Like that was a lot no, because that's how my like weird brain works. But for other people that that doesn't come naturally to them, I'm like, you don't have to do your whole closet. Do like just your dresser. And then from there, then work on your closet. So yeah, start small. Don't try to do like your whole house in one weekend. That's like unrealistic and you will get burnt out.
0: (laughs) That is really good advice. (laughs) Um, What is the art to color coding? So for me, I have my closet somewhat color coded for the most part. Okay. But like, I have, I never know, do I put my red dress with my red shirts or do I do like sections of shirts that are, you know, yes. pink to black and then dresses? How do you perfect that? So
1: again, it is preference, but how I prefer and I feel like the clients that are like, do it how you would do it. So I do it based on the um, category. So whether it's like tank top, short sleeve, long sleeve sweaters, okay, sweatshirts would go together, jackets would go together, dresses would go together. And then you color coordinate all of those. So it's never like your closet is just like one light to dark. That would give me a heart attack. Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I feel like it's counterintuitive. I'm just going to lose things in there because there's way too much to sift through. Exactly.
1: And my whole thing on color coordinating, and I am very like a neutrals and tans and so sometimes even like the pattern of the rainbow in my closet I'm like it's okay like most of your stuff is black and white it's okay but it's more so that when you get a new jacket or a new dress you're like oh it's a white dress it goes right in the front because it goes light to dark mm-hmm. so the whole point of it is so that when you bring stuff in or when you have laundry and I leave you know where
0: things go perfect and labeling um, it's a little bit scary because sometimes things just, like, I don't know what category it falls into, right? Especially those little junk drawers, like you mentioned. How do you normally label the little things in people's homes?
1: Yeah, so with labeling, I, again, it's preference of how many labels you want. Some people are, like, label, like, my forehead. Like, I don't care. Like, anything needs to be labeled. My child, like, my child's shoes, and I'm, like, okay, we will, like, I'm, like, my label maker's my best friend. I will just, like, stick everything everywhere. I think that, there are certain things that need to be labeled so that it's like a bin up top that you can't see what's in it, that should be labeled. A junk drawer is like a junk drawer for a reason. It can be organized, but like not everything in there needs to be labeled. So yeah, it kind of depends your preference on things. I don't like also like in like a beautiful mudroom, you don't like have to have that there's like shoes it's like obviously like,
0: right. it's a see-through bin <laughs> so, so no need to micromanage it down yeah. to every single individual item right Sometimes and I think that just, like, like puts a
1: lot of pressure on like oh my god don't let it get out of there it's like it's okay it's in your mudroom like you yeah. can always come back and edit you can always edit every season but I do love my label maker it's probably my favorite thing I own <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, that is amazing. I from watching the home edit, I think that's one of the things that they say too is, if it, if you overcomplicate it, people aren't going to stick with it. Exactly. So if I have to go into the one drawer and then find the compartment right. that includes the four different types of little tiny things, right? It, it's too much. It's too much. You can't yeah. keep up. Nope. Okay. Keep it. I simple. love that.
1: How do you manage your seasonal items? So that also depends on the space. Um, Living in the city myself and many clients that we have in the city, I always say to seasonalize your closet, like take your Christmas ornaments out, get a storage unit in your building or out of your building. It's just not practical to keep all of that stuff in your space. And that's when people are like, well, I'm so unorganized. It's like, you just need a little bit more space. It's not really your fault. Or Mm -hmm. you just kind of have to accept that, like maybe your Christmas ornaments are like underneath your jackets. Like you kind of just... Like some people are like, how do I get that exact closet? I'm like, well, you would need to move. Like, <laughs> you have like a very tiny closet, and that's like a huge walk-in closet. So a lot of the stuff is like working with the space that you have, and we work with container store and build-out closets all the time. So there's many times that it's like a funky closet or like underneath this, and like we can build something out that is functional. Um, so I think that that's helpful for people, so that that we can kind of put in a good simple uh, system for them to.
0: Yeah. Maintain. yeah, that's really great. And so if all else fails, and I have these tips in my back pocket, but it's still not coming together the way that I would like it to like, what really makes a good candidate for a client for somebody to reach out and look for your assistance? So I feel like a lot of the city ones
1: are lack of space. Like they're like, I feel like I'm just not utilizing this space. Um, And because I'm in the city, I'm like, I can help you. I can duplicate what I am living in right now. And then other people, like recently we've had a lot of people that have like moved out of houses because of COVID or they've like inherited a lot of stuff from their families or grandparents. And so that is like a very overwhelming project for someone that they're just looking at this mass amount of stuff. And that's when it would be a good idea to bring someone in and we'll like, Make that an underwhelming process, and it, you don't have to be so stressed about like all these boxes. We'll go one box at a time, um, and that is why nannying was great because I my patience is <laughs> top of the line. I'm like it's fine. They're like, aren't you stressed? I'm like, no. <laughs> so
0: I've got of in cars thrown failed. out my head.
1: Like I can open this bin.
0: <laughs> okay, so backup plans are going back to nannying, and then also yes. sales because I feel like you could pitch anything. You could oh sell God, ice to it. an ex- Eskimo. I love it. I love it. Okay. Awesome. Overall, key takeaways. What would be your biggest piece of advice for somebody who is starting their own business? Number one.
1: So I would say just start. I think that that was the hardest thing for myself, not knowing exactly how to start a business. I was scared to do that. But I look at where I was three years ago and I'm like, I tell my friends, I'm like, I'm a fraud. I'm like, how did I get here? To have a successful business that now just opened a branch in Nantucket, it's like an eye-opening experience. And it's just because I started. And every day I did something and every month I did something and you set goals for yourself so that at the end of this year, I want to be here. And for me, it was like before I'm 30,
0: I want to open a branch in Nantucket and we're here. Check, <laughs> check, um, I, which I want to ask you about um, before we start to wrap up, but um, The other thing would be biggest piece of advice for maintaining the space. We've talked a lot about getting there, the process, how to do it. But now you have come and gone. They're on their own. Yep. What do we do? Well,
1: our main line is we implement systems that are easy to maintain. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yes. I thought you were going to like, our main line is 555 (laughs) call me again. i will be right over.
1: Or that. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so we really, when we leave someone's house, we don't leave it expecting them to call us back and be like, everything's ruined. Like we do, we implement systems that you can maintain. Like everything is labeled. It'd be very hard not to put your pasta in the bin that's labeled pasta. So yeah, it's it's like follow follow our rules. (laughs) They get to risotto and they're like, okay, wait, is this rice or is this pasta? I'm always like, if you're having problems, call me. If you don't know where something is, call me. I know where every single thing in your house is by this point.
0: (laughs) How do you keep it all memorized?
1: I don't know. This is why I don't go out. Yeah, true. (laughs) Because I'm in my bed literally like, okay, Amy's is here (laughs) and there's there.
0: (laughs) She just studies. Um, Okay, so finally, tell me a little bit about Nantucket and what that looked like and sort of how that opens another door of opportunities for Heart & Co.
1: Yeah, so being born there and growing up there during the summers, I always knew that that was somewhere that I wanted to go. Um, I feel like all of our connections are out there and I know a bunch of people in real estate and they were like, there are no organizers or established organizers out here right now. And I was like, okay, we're fully booked in Boston until the end of July. I'm going to come out there. <laughs> so I was just like, let's just do it. And Every time we go out there, we learn something new. So, like, we have a wagon now that we bring our products in. And I'm like, this is freaking genius. So, like, yes, I'm, like, going on the ferry with my wagon. But, like, that (laughs) makes my process so much easier. (laughs) So, it truly is something. We shop ahead of time. I go over there. We either do FaceTime consultations or, um, like, we're going on Thursday. So, I'll go for the whole day and fit a bunch of consultations in. And then we'll shop ahead of time. And we lug it in over on our wagon. And... Same process as Boston. We go through all of your stuff. It's nice over there because a lot of them are summer pro- or summer houses, and so mm-hmm. it's not like mass amount of stuff. It's like really setting them up for success to make their summer um, run smoothly, which yeah. I love. Um, yeah. And it's just like
0: so. I love being over there. It's like my home. Yeah. So And yeah, as much as you're relief fun. to people here in the city, I mean, being over there, they, yeah. I mean the expression like on an island I mean they right. truly are truly. and they don't have access to yeah. just running I don't think there's a container store out there's, on not. <laughs> there's not even actually one like close to the cape so I'm
1: like this is like such a luxury So I'm like, I going to hire someone to do this. Heck yeah. So yeah, that is like a whole part of it is that I was like, I don't want my Nantucket houses that are like some of the most beautiful homes in America to not be organized. Yeah. Like I'm like, I need to get over there. Yeah, so it is definitely, the summer is like a trial and error of what works and what doesn't. And it's been going great. We have already a great clientele over there. And yeah, I'm like, where do I want to go next? I'm
0: so happy <laughs> for you. I can't wait to check back in at 35. Yeah. You'll be on the, you'll be on Mars by then. I'm like, hey, I'm two days into being thirty. Don't age me yet. <laughs> I apologize. Okay, so to wrap things up, I'm gonna completely switch gears. Okay. I wanna play a little bit of a game with you. Awesome. We're like we said, we're single gals and yep. we're gonna be on the hunt pretty soon together. So yes, absolutely. Um, have you seen that game that has gone kind of viral where girls say a guy is a certain number but XYZ, so yes. what number is he now? Yes. Okay, so we're gonna Been to dying to play. <laughs> <gasps> really? Okay, me too. Hold on. <laughs> my headphones are like falling off the back of my head. Okay. He's a seven. But he pays for dinner with a gift card. Oh, three. <laughs> no, we we're
1: not use your gift card for your mom. Not uh, me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, okay. He's a two, but he's six three. All right, I have a weakness for tall men, so like you're like upwards of an eight. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a large sleeve. I know. Okay, it's like my friends. I'm like that. that girl that's like, do you like him or is he just tall? And I'm like.
0: Mm. I don't know. Honestly, yeah. <laughs> it, there's a there's a big gray area there. <laughs> like, Stop it! He's, that's nice. <laughs> um, okay, he's a five, but he's a mama's boy. Um, we'll keep him at five. I'm like five,
1: or like maybe a six. I'm fine with a mama's boy.
0: Okay, okay. See, so if anything, I feel like it would have it would have gone down.
1: I don't know. I, like, love boys that love their moms. I'm like, yeah, respect yeah. her.
0: Well, yeah, yeah. We want him to respect her. <laughs> Unless it's, like, over
1: the top. I'd be like, okay, go move back home. Like, this is not going to work. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, I agree. Neutral. Yes. Neutral. Yes. Okay. He's a 9, but he has a mustache. Oh, 10. I love mustaches. <laughs> I was going to say, off the charts, 11. <laughs> yeah. 11. Can uh, we meet that man? Yeah. yeah where is he at? <laughs> um. Okay, he's a 10, but he thinks Saturdays are for the boys. Oh, uh, I have so many of those. <laughs> like six. Any guy in Southie. Oh um, my. Yeah, I'm like
1: they're also for the girls. I get they're for the boys. Like right. They're for all of us. Yeah. Saturdays are for us.
0: They're for the people. Yeah. Saturdays <laughs> are for the people. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, no. I'd like I mean, where I'm not working, but yes, they are for us. <laughs> It's just we we shouldn't be using that yeah. slogan anymore. It's, no. it's outdone. I agree. I okay, agree. He's a three, but he has sisters. Ooh. Six. Yes.
1: Yeah. We thank love you. sisters. We love that. They he put him in it. line. Yes. And they'll be like, don't wear that. Don't say that. Don't
0: act like that. I'm like, thank you. Yes. Now, now yes. I don't look like the bad guy. <laughs> and honestly, not even him necessarily, but like if you guys were to date, yeah. you'll have someone on your side all the time. We so need like, that. That's just a bonus in general. Yep. We'll okay. also take him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then last, he is a one. Ooh. But he's a heart and co-client. Oh, I don't date clients. Oh, crap. I'm I like thought that zero? was going to be an easy, like, 20. <laughs> um, okay, fair, fair, fair. Definitely a 10,
1: but, yeah, I don't date my clients. Okay. I'm very professional.
0: He's either. a he's a one, but he's a 30 he surviving <laughs> <Yeah>. listener. <laughs> yeah. Oh, 12. Okay, perfect, yeah. perfect. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't date my listeners yeah. either. <laughs> um, okay. Um, and what I cannot believe I did not do was your social. If you guys are interested in having a aesthetically pleasing Instagram feed, or if you're interested in using Molly's services, you can go on Instagram at Heart and Co. Spelled out, right? Heart and Company. Heart and Company. Underscore underscore. Yes. We okay. need to find who
1: has this heart and company. One. I know
0: we need to. <laughs> we we'll <like>, get there.
1: <laughs> report,
0: report, <Yeah>. report. <laughs>
1: and also please report. <laughs> <laughs> and um, your website. Yes. www.heartandcompany.com.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on. It was so fun to have thank, you. I know. So much. welcome fun. to the 30 Club. Thank you so much. All good things. Two days in and it's going great.
1: I'm like, yeah. I'm fine with this.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully, um, We can all follow along with everything you have going on. I wish you the best of luck with the Nantucket. I'm so excited to see how that pans out for you. Thank you. And thank you guys for listening. And we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.